Hey everybody, it's Pastor Scott Blaylock, and we are back to do uh, another Godcast. It's long overdue, and we wanted to wish you all a happy Valentine's Day. And so today, my wife and I uh, are here today to do a podcast together. Uh, We want to talk about marriage, talk about how good God's been to us, and share some insights that might help you in your relationship. Uh, We appreciate one another. This is going to be our uh, 25th anniversary this year, and I'm very proud of that. A lot of marriages don't make it that far. God's been good to us, so I'm very grateful to have my wife here with me today. And uh, if you would like, you're welcome to share this podcast. And uh, we're just going to ask each other some questions and share what uh, has helped us. First question, what are you most grateful for in our marriage? Well, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Thank you. I am most grateful for our faith together. Absolutely. That we can drop everything and just pray together about anything. Sure. Um, That is priceless to me. Yeah, we've done that today already. Um, It's important to be able to stop and pray. If you don't, you just won't pray. Amen. Um, I think the thing I'm most grateful for is... Uh, you've always been my number one fan, and um, you've never batted down my my dreams or my hopes or, you know, even when, you know, there was a time where I wanted to be a songwriter, and I still write songs. You've never once said that's a dumb idea or uh, why do you waste your time on that. Um, you've always supported me, and I'm very grateful for that. Uh, You've got to support one another, uh, even if you don't necessarily understand. Right. Um, try to understand and try to be supportive. Um, next question. What things did you fall in love with about me? Well, that's pretty easy because I immediately thought you were beautiful. And I act, I really thought you were out of my league. I uh, remember seeing you at the Christian bookstore in Anderson for the first time and I thought wow she's beautiful and I thought you were a shoplifter (laughs) she thought I was a shoplifter even though (laughs) we later found out that wasn't true I didn't tell him that till after we were married yeah (laughs) that's still something we uh, laugh about Um, but I I fell in love with the fact that you loved God and one of the first things that we talked about was our the thing we had in common was church and our faith. And you said to me, uh, when we got a little bit more serious, she, you said, I want to be with somebody who loves me or loves God more than you love me. Right. That would stay in church. Yeah. You know, through thick and thin. Yeah. That would um, pray with me and for me. Yeah. Yeah. It That's very important in a Christian relationship. You've both got to have a commitment to... God first, and God will iron out all the wrinkles in a relationship. Um, what did you fall in love with me? Uh, what made you fall in love with me? Well, you're very attractive. I loved your eyes. I still do. Mm. Your gentle spirit. Um, I can get all ramped up, and you're the you're the calm in the storm. <laughs> <laughs> and I still love that about you. Yeah. You know, uh, your gentle nature, your Christ-like nature. That's 
we kind of balance each other out um, in that regard. Uh, next question is, uh, through 25 years of marriage, what has been the glue that has kept you committed to me? Well, I know you're the real deal. I know that you are a Christian inside our home, outside our home, uh, and that is is the glue. Yeah, I, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect, but um, I try to honor the Lord in my life and my living, and uh, I think it pays off. I, uh, I think the glue that has kept me committed to you is the fact that I believe in you. I, I mean, I know the the real you. Um, I know that you're not, that you really do love the Lord. You really do love me. Um, and even, you know, every marriage has times where you're like, do they really love me or not? Um, you've always proved to me mm-hmm. that you do love me. Yeah. Um, and and so that's and li- always. And likewise. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever have to question if you love me. Yeah. Or if you're faithful to me. Right. I never have to question that. Mm-hmm. And that is such a comfort and a peace of mind. Yeah, I mean, I, as a pastor, you know, I've talked to couples that have went through infidelity. And um, I, I grieve for them because that can, overnight, can change a long relationship. But I think... Um, Marriages can survive that, but man, why put yourself through it? Um, so, next question: What were some things in the first years of marriage that you had to overcome? Um, for me, uh, you have one speed, a <laughs> hundred miles an hour, and you're very devoted to a plan and a calendar, and I'm very laid back I'm fly by the seat of your pants and you know um, I try to be very flexible and sometimes the plan that you're very committed to can be kind of scary to me Um, but um, we've learned to balance each other out you kind of keep me on time and keep me um, you know what's what's the next thing we're supposed to do and uh, that's a good thing I mean I need that in my life I'm yeah. still learning to be a better listener, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to look you in the eye and to show you that I'm listening mm-hmm. and not interrupt you. Yeah. And I've, uh, when you first started to lose your hearing. Yeah. Is when I first started to lose my mind. Yeah. Yeah. But, we, you know, we got through that. We did. We got through that. And we I, did. I remember saying many times, I don't care if, if you have to, if repeat yourself mm-hmm. over and over. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Well, and that was when I first started losing my hearing. Um, I didn't want to admit to it, and and I didn't want to, uh, you know, deal with the idea of wearing hearing aids or. Um, but you were very comforting through that, and and let me know that doesn't mean anything to me. I just want you to have help. Yeah. Um, so uh, when we first got married, I mean. Um, you had to learn how to live with a diabetic right? and learn how to give me a shot. And mm-hmm. I remember saying to you when we were dating, I won't marry you until you give me a shot. I can remember being so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
there's always things to overcome. Sure. You know, but you just go about those things the best you can. Um, how important is laughing and joy in a relationship? Extremely important. I'm thankful that we laugh every day together. Yeah. It's kind of been our our rule and advice that we give to all couples. Laugh every day. Find something to laugh at. Don't laugh at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never laughed at you. There's There's been times that we'll say, let's just kiss. Yeah. <laughs> we'll quit arguing or fussing and we'll say, let's just kiss. And... Uh, or, you know, you have to laugh um, and find something humorous. Um, for one thing, she's always laughed at my corny jokes. I mean, I'm not a comedian, but um, we both have a good sense of humor, and it really does smooth things out. Yeah. yeah. Like the time we were watching the birds on the bird feeder together. Yeah. The finches. Yeah. And you said, you know what they like to eat, right? Yeah. And I said, so serious. I said, what? And you said, finch fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little things like that. Or um, uh, it just flew right out of my head. <laughs> See, that's the problem. When you're a genius, you can't keep all the <laughs> thoughts in your brain at the same time. And you're so humble. That's what I love about I know. You're just so humble. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. No, 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 no. Now I remember. Um, we were sitting in um, Steak and Shake, and real serious, you said, are, "Are these fries funny to you?" No. Do they do they look funny to you? Yeah. And <laughs> so I leaned down over the fries and put my ear, and I said, "Wait a minute, they're telling me a joke." <laughs> we're said, such dorks. I said, "These are these fries are hilarious." <laughs> But it's just stuff like that that, um, you know, why be so serious all the time? And, oh, you're just in such drama all the time. Drop the drama and, and love each other, right. you know? Next question. Okay. Have you received any meaningful advice that has helped you in marriage? Uh, early on, my mom and I were driving down the road, and my mom said to me, in, in a very serious, sweet bit of advice she said you know give uh your wife something special just once in a while buy her a little something that she that would make her smile or feel appreciated write a little note um you know and and we both do that for one another um i've found that it's more important to you than it is to me to have you know a little gift or something um but i appreciate you know the little gifts and things like that but well, like on our on our bathroom mirror you wrote and so uh i love you right well, uh, our love languages are different well yeah our love languages are are different but we've learned to communicate love right um so um i've learned the one advice that i was given was be quick to forgive yeah and that is so helpful in any relationship mm-hmm. to not hold on to things, you know, to, to let things go. Right. Talk it out. Well, the, the Bible says love does not keep a lift, list of wrongs. Right. And if you're a spouse and you've always got, you know, this fault to hang over somebody's, your spouse's head, you need to let it go because you're crippling your marriage by keeping a 
you know, a list in your head of you did this and you did that and you said this and you said that. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Erase right. it. Tear it up. Burn it up. You know. <laughs> Next question. Um, do you ever get sick a lot? Well, the reason this is kind of funny to us is because when we were dating, I didn't know anything about diabetes. I had to learn really quick. And um, that was one of my questions to him. And I meant it sincerely because I just didn't know. And fortunately, I'm pretty healthy. Yeah. And even being having diabetes as long as you have, you're, you're pretty healthy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, it's very, very rare that I get sick. But I can understand why she would ask the question. But it just seemed funny. And um, it's so, funny that you still remember that. Yeah, you know, yeah. but there is a blessing in forgetting. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, you got to learn to forget. Yes. Um, but uh, no, I now you know every time Carol you know coughs or has an ache or whatever, occasionally I'll say, "Did you get sick a lot?" And uh, so we just laughed our way through it. Um, it's a good way to get get along you just got over the flu and yeah I just got over the flu right um and she was very kind and very understanding and um helped me get through that little bout of sickness um those early years of marriage I had to learn about diabetes oh yeah you know and had to save your life a time or two with the Lord's help (laughs) She's often reminds me, you know, I've saved your life a time or two. Right. Um, and she really has, and, and I'm very appreciative of that. Okay, next question. What money advice would you share with married couples? Uh, absolutely try to stay out of debt as much as possible. Um, credit card debt specifically because, you know, it's so easy to say, you know, I've got to have that or i got to go on this trip or... Uh, let's just put it on the card. Well, after about five times of just putting it on the card, you're, you feel like you're a slave to that payment. And um, it can become a source of, of argument and frustration because you don't have the money to do the things you really need to do. Um, but there are times when you have to, you know, uh, use a credit card or whatever, but uh, pay it off as fast as you can. I think if you can communicate about money in a loving way to each other and and help each other. Yeah. You know, if one is uh, struggling a little bit that week or that month, just let the other one know. Because the Mm -hmm. last thing I want is for you to be short on not have money for insulin or not have money for something that you want or need. You know? Yeah, the communication part is big because... You know, as men, sometimes we don't want to admit we're short on money or uh, we don't know how we're going to pay that bill. Um, and, and another thing I think about money that's important is you'll get a lot of advice and that might work for another couple. Right. But it doesn't mean it's necessarily going to work for you. I mean, um, find out what works for you. Um, go through the Dave Ramsey um financial peace course and learn how to get on a budget learn how to have an emergency uh, amount of cash there because when your uh, brakes go bad or your tires blow out or you need a hot water heater if you've got the cash to pay for it you're thanking yourself over and over again 
um, and sometimes you have to work at it a little bit. Pray and ask God to get in the middle of your finances. Yeah. You know, if you're, uh, if you want to become a better saver, if you want to become a better giver, mm-hmm. ask the Lord and He'll help you. He sure will. And and that's another end of it too. Um, make God a priority in your giving. Amen. Um, because God will never owe you anything. Right. And the Bible says if you give, He'll give it back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So you actually uh, get more back. Yeah. And and my wife, Carol, one of the things I fell in love with her about is when we were dating, she would say, you know, I feel led of the Lord to give that person, and it might have been a person in need, I feel led of the Lord to give that person $100. And I'd be, you know, me being the saver, I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I learned that that's an act of faith on her part and honestly down through the years it's taught me that when god says um give you need to do it uh so next question what helped you most being a parent in a blended family oh wow um i never in all my up until i married carol i never thought i would ever be a stepdad um you know, I've, I've been raised in a Christian home, and uh, I just always believed, you know, you get married, you stay married for life, and sometimes that doesn't happen. And um, But probably what helped me the most um, in being a step-parent was I always knew that Carol had my back. She wasn't going to work against me. Um, you know, we were the parents, and... Um, she she let my steps and know uh john uh, very quickly when you're when you're here in this house he's the dad and i never abused that i always explained to uh john you have a dad you don't have to call me dad if you don't want to um but you have a dad and but while you're here uh, i'm gonna act as your dad and she backed me up a hundred percent um that was priceless because when you look in the Bible, there's not a whole lot that's said about being a stepdad. Um, but you have to back one another up and support one another uh, in that situation. Um, what what helped you? Well, those years when we had our boys at home were an adjustment. Yeah. Because we only had James in the summer and very part-time, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I just I had to learn to mellow out. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, Fortunately, neither of our boys were, were trouble, you know. No. They, uh, we just told them, hey, we're in church on Sundays. We're in church every time the doors open. Mm-hmm. And they might have, you know, tried to buck that system a little bit. But that's how they were raised. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I think the one thing that helped us was church was at the center of our life. Amen. And um, we didn't. We didn't play favorites, you know. We uh, we tried very much to just say, "Hey, we're a family. It's not perfect." Right. Um, you know, there were a few times where we had moments of intense fellowship, as we call right. them. I remember throwing the remote control one time. Yeah. <laughs> because I was used to having one son, and you were used to having one son. Yeah. And then yeah. there were times we had to be a blended. Fa- you know, we're a blended family now. Yeah. And uh, so, but I'm thankful that. To this, t- 
today, our boys have a good relationship with each of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's really a blessing. It's not easy, um, but uh, it's not easy being a traditional family either. Uh, you just have to ask the Lord for help. Next question. Um, when hard, hard times come, what's the first thing you do? Well, we probably said it, but it's we pray. Yeah. You know, we, we drop everything and we... We pray, and, and a peace comes. Yeah, very much so. Um, I think we've always had some people in our life that we can call on um, when hard times come and say, hey, we don't understand uh, what to do here. Um, I think it's important to have godly influences in your life. Absolutely. You know, um, if you don't, you're kind of struggling by yourself. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, first and foremost, uh, you know, we would stop, grab each other by the hands, and, and just begin to pray. And um, sometimes pray through tears and uh, have to pray more than once. Right. We, After 25 years, we know each other well enough to say, is something bothering you? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, there's been times you say, you know me so well. Yeah. And we... I don't want you to, to worry. You know, God yeah. doesn't want us to worry. Yeah. And yeah. We, we pray and we get through it. Yeah, absolutely. Next question. My love language... Oh, this is your question. <laughs> okay. My love language is touch. Uh, yours is meaningful gifts and acts of service. Is it helpful to know your partner's love language? We've, read, we've both read the book by... Uh, Gary Chapman, yes. uh, the five love languages, and it really uh, changed our marriage, it did. didn't it? It did change our marriage. Yeah, um, we went through some counseling with a wonderful counselor, and uh, this was part of it. The book was part of it, and it helps you know and understand your partner better. Yeah, it really does. Um, when when I was born, I was just I weighed a little over two pounds for the first two months of my life. Um, I was very fragile. Uh, I basically lived in an incubator. um, So I didn't get a lot of human touch. And although after that, you know, I had plenty of human touch, but um, we kind of figured out that that touch is important to me. Um, It just, and the human touch, I think is important to some people and not important to others. Um, But I had to realize that just because it's important to me doesn't necessarily mean it's the thing that's the most important to Carol. And to her, um, she would just light up when I would, when I finally realized that, you know, some nice flowers on the kitchen table or um, folding the laundry or washing the dishes after she's been kind enough to cook is, it makes her feel loved. Absolutely. Well, just earlier this week, you asked me, uh, what can I do to make you feel more loved? Yeah. Because you, I had just helped you get through the flu. Yeah. And, and you said, you know, that really made you feel loved. Oh yeah. Because making sure that, you know, you had hot tea or whatever you needed. Yeah. Making sure you were on schedule with your medicine. Mm -hmm. And you said that made you feel so loved. You said, what can I do to make you feel loved? Uh And, um, so yeah and those little things are communication um 
you have to ask the hard questions sometimes. Um, but it's not every day you're you can drive each other nuts with um, trying to pick them apart, and that's not the goal. Um, the goal is how do I learn how to make you feel special? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not you, mm-hmm. and you're not me. Well, just yesterday you said, "Are are you upset with me at all?" Uh-huh. Because I was tired. I didn't feel good. I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't feel myself. Uh-huh. You know, and I, and. It was so easy to say, it's not you at all. Yeah. I need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a nap, and I'll feel, and I, and that's all it was. Yeah. Well, you had to learn, too, with me and my diabetes, if, if my blood sugar's low, right? Um, it affects my mood. If my blood sugar's high, I'm grouchy and don't even mean to be. Right. So you've learned to say, go check your blood sugar. Well, countless times you've said. Sure. You've said uh, over the years. I'm sorry, you know, my, my blood sugar's high. Yeah. And uh, it helped me understand. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, uh, you have to learn and communicate with your spouse and, and figure them out. Um, I, I don't think some people mean to be uh, unloving. They just don't know how to love. Well, what's that thing you say if you're tired, hungry? Oh, yeah, yeah. If, if it's the acronym is HALT. If you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, beware because you're getting ready to fight. And and we found that to be true sure. 100% of the time. Yep. Um, if you're hungry, and hungry can be more than just hungry for food. If you're hungry for attention, you know. Spiritually hungry. Or spiritually hungry. Yeah. Um, it's going to manifest in a bunch of different ways. If you're angry, you know, men hide their anger. We suppress it. Um, a lot of times women, they just let it fly, you know. Um, if you're lonely, you can be in a marriage and still be lonely. That's the truth. Um, but you have to say, honey, I need some time with you. And How you say something to one another is so important. It is. You know, it you, is. If you uh, speak the truth in love. Yeah. yeah. If, if you say, you know what would, would really be important to me? Mm-hmm. One time we went to, a, I think it was an Indians baseball game. Oh, yeah. I had no desire whatsoever to go to that. But you said to me, it would mean a lot to me if you'd go with me to that. Yeah. And I end up having a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it really is how you say things. Absolutely. Uh, uh, one of the go-to scriptures for my whole life has been, um, a soft answer turns away wrath. And it really does. I mean, if you can say something in a mm-hmm. non-threatening way or a non-cutting way, um, it really does avoid a fight. Um, and so that's been a good help to us. Put God at the beginning and end and middle of your marriage and right. you'll be all right. So One thing the Lord showed me is um, renew a right spirit within me. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I have to do that every day. Yeah. Yeah, I I have to ask the Lord at times when I'm by myself, Lord, change my thinking. You know, um, sometimes you can just get yourself in a big bunch of drama and you have to say, Lord, change how I'm thinking. And he'll do that. But I'm so thankful for these last 25 years. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so blessed that, yeah. you know, you're my husband, my pastor. Yeah, yeah. I'm very grateful um, for you because you've you've been with me when you could have walked away. 
and likewise yeah and uh, you know you've saw some value in me that I didn't even see in myself and believed in me and uh, you know I appreciate that every day and uh, but well, we better stop or we'll start crying. So Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you, sweetie. Uh, we hope you do, you've enjoyed this. We hope you'll share it. Um, we love all of you. We love our church family. And uh, we want to see you have a blessed and amazing marriage as well. God bless you.